0: One, two, one, two, might check, one, two. What's up, everyone? I hope you're all doing well. Hmm, I think I see a few new faces out there today. Okay, this is pre-recorded, so I can't see faces. Oh, wait, I'm blind, so I can't see faces. <laughs> if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Read My Mind Radio is not only my space to demonstrate my corny humor, but it's also a place to highlight topics and people I find compelling. Occasionally, I share stories from my own experience adjusting to blindness as an adult. This is a welcoming space where I hope every episode provides a bit of thought, empowerment, and a hint of entertainment. Today, we're continuing with our updates from the 2017 Holman Prize winners. For the newbies, this right here is the point where I usually find some way to bring in my intro music. But rather than doing that this week, I thought I'd share a poem. See, now, I used to write rhymes as a teenager, but these were raps for the lunchroom. But after some recent inspiration, I figured this is a safe space so I'd share. <clears throat> Let me get ready. This is real, y'all. This is for real. Here we go. Some are red. Others are blue. Let's all unite. Over my theme music, boo! Oh, I might be doing that. Breathe. Hello? Hey Ahmed. Hey Thomas. How you How do- are you? I'm good man. Good. How you doing? Good man. I'm uh, pretty good. Ahmed Ustinel, the blind captain is back. Here's how he introduced himself in the original 2017 episode.
1: I'm uh, totally blind since the age of two and a half or three
0: due to retinoblastoma. I'm also a retinoblastoma survivor, sir. Man, Yeah, wow. While we share the same childhood eye cancer, our experiences were different. Ahmed lost his eyes around three years old. I lost one as a child and the other as an adult due to a second cancer. When I brought you his story last year, he was in the early stages of preparing to kayak the Bosphorus Strait. He explains.
1: Istanbul is a city on both continents. And we have this Bosphorus Strait that separates the city into two different parts. And the area I'm going to cross is about three, three and a half miles, which is not a you know, big physical challenge. But it has a heavy traffic. A lot of ships like tankers, containers, fishing boats... Tourists, boats, sailing boats, you know, all kinds of stuff.
0: One piece of off-the-shelf technology or downloadable app wouldn't do the full job for Ahmed's project. It requires customized devices. Ahmed had to be more than head navigator of his kayak and provide the leadership enabling his team to accomplish the goal.
1: You plan everything. The physical part, I have to go train, and I have to find people to train with, and then I need to figure out my logistics, I like given, you know, simple things, how to carry my kayak around. I have the technology part, and I have to find people to work on those technologies.
0: In addition to all of that, this is an international project, so there are additional logistics to coordinate. But lots of things can force a change to any plan, especially technology. Something works
1: great in a nice, dry environment, but when you
0: put it on a kayak,
1: <laughs> it gets corroded and, you know, you need to eliminate maybe like external batteries or external cables. We needed to redesign. There were a lot of trials and errors until pretty much a couple of weeks before the crossing.
0: While managing all of the moving parts and people associated with this project, Amit continued working full-time as a special education teacher. One of those people heavily invested in the project is Marty Stone. You remember him. He's the AT&T project manager who was creating a device to help Ahmed navigate his course. I'm just one of those people that likes to tinker with things. I caught up with Marty to hear his thoughts on the project.
2: Well, you know, things, of course, always go slowly. We nearly ran out of time, but we got some really nice help from AT&T, what's known as the uh, Internet of Things Foundry. There are several of them. This one was in Houston, Texas. They took an interest in what we were doing here as volunteers and pitched in and helped. So that was really great.
0: Marty was actually in Turkey. Now that's a true indication of what this project means to Marty. After working throughout the year, traveling to Turkey to further show his support for Ahmet and the project.
2: I got to meet Ahmet for the first time. Quite an emotional experience.
0: Let's go back to this past July, 2018, to Ahmet, along with his family and team in Turkey, preparing to set off on his journey across the Bosporus. Ahmet steers us through the big day.
1: First of all, my idea was crossing on the 22nd without telling the Coast Guard, without telling the traffic <laughs> control, like a pirate crossing <laughs> quietly with just one support kayak. If something goes wrong, my coach will be following me. But then the word got out and lot of people heard about it. Coast Guard heard and traffic control heard about it.
0: And then they said, oh, no, 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 you know, you cannot do that. The Coast Guard, now aware of our blind pirate, Ahmed's intentions, decided to slow traffic and give him a window of time to make the crossing. 90 minutes, to be exact. Plus, they changed the launch date to the 21st.
1: I said, "Okay, you know, we are going to do it officially. That's cool. Then, in the morning of crossing, I was at the marina, just, you know, getting ready to prepare. We were having tea. We were not even close to our kayaks yet. And I got a radio message. You have an hour to get ready and cross. I was like, whoa, you know, I was expecting 11 o'clock start and I got the message at
0: nine. Not only rushing through the process of assembling the kayak, Ahmed had to speed up his mental preparation. And then there's all of that technology.
2: Nothing ever happens as you expect or as you plan.
0: Marty should know, he's a project manager after all.
2: Unfortunately, the last minute we had a hardware failure on the system. It was the keypad so it was no longer able to enter any commands. We had recorded a trip the day before and we were getting ready for him to play that trip back and basically follow the, the course but we couldn't get the system to take a command because the keyboard had shorted out. Thankfully, there was a backup system. Not what we had worked so hard to, to have him use, but it was a backup system that worked nonetheless. and So we're very grateful for that.
0: Let's get back to Ahmed in his kayak, ready to set sail across to Asia.
1: When I was on the water, I got another message. Okay, you have only half an hour to go. So my original route was going to the other side, go under the bridge and make a U-turn and come back to the other side. So it will be like 90 minutes crossing both sides with some, you know, like nice view and stuff. But when I heard I have only half an hour, I said, okay, you know, can I even make it to the other side in half an hour?
0: Can I make it to the other side? Sounds like a simple question, but for Ahmed, symbolizes the pressure that accumulated throughout the process.
1: I felt so much pressure. People were focusing so much on the crossing. But actually, it was a lot more than that. The background of the project was a year long, even, even longer than that. All people see is, can you do it or not? So many people actually worked on this. It was a team effort, team project, so many layers and so many people, so many organizations were involved. I felt like I really don't wanna disappoint people. You know, people traveled from U.S. They came to Turkey to support. I had, you know, a lot of people in Turkey as well. If I fail, you know, I will. I was gonna try it again anyway. But I felt like if I fail, all these people will be so uh, disappointed. They will feel like they fail.
0: After a year of planning, now sitting in the kayak with all the people there to support, even reporters and others from the media are there to find out whether or not he can make it to the other side. Plus, that extra pressure of only having a half hour to complete what he estimates is a 90-minute trip. I start paddling.
1: I think it was the fastest I've had in my life. When I heard shearing on the other side, I was like, whoa, that's it? You know, it was like only 20 minutes. <laughs> <And then laughs> you were moving then, huh?
0: Yeah, I was, I was moving, man. He just about doubled his average kayaking speed from four to five miles per hour to about seven or eight. Adding to all the pressure, he was dealing with boats, getting too close, taking pictures, along with spying drones hovering above. It was not uh, a quiet and relaxing of so, you know. The Holman Prize is, after all, about adventure. How much adventure is in everything going according to plan. Yes, he completed the trip across the Bosphorus, but there are other measures of success, such as the level of enthusiasm and commitment from his team. Like Marty Stone. What an amazing person.
2: Yeah, it's uh, sorry, it's hard not to be emotional. No,
0: I I get it. When he was going through the story of what happened throughout the year, one of the things that that stuck out to me was once it started and he realized, okay, wow, there's other people involved. He was worried (laughs) about you all, his team. He didn't want to let you all down. And I'm like... Dude, like, <laughs> he had a lot of pressure just talking to him oh, you know, about the years. No so kidding. Right,
2: oh, I could just—he's right. a—he's a superhero, man. He yeah. really is. And I've talked to him. I said, you know, yes, crossing the Bosphorus, going from Asia to Europe. Wow, that was the main deal. But everything that you've done to get to that point, exactly. And. You know, you're an amazing project manager, I told him. I said, you're an amazing inspiration.
0: I know that word inspiration for those in the disability community can be a sort of trigger, often misused towards a person with a disability. As in, exclaiming a person with a disability is amazing for completing the most trivial task. These sort of praises are often more indicative of the other person's low expectations of people with disabilities. However, Marty and Ahmed have been working together for over a year. Marty's compliments appear to be based on Ahmed's actual work. No shots fired.
2: Think yeah. of all the things that you had to do to, yeah. in order to make, to pull this off, and then you pulled it off. Yeah, I said, you've got some real important knowledge here that no one else has.
0: Along with improving his physical and technical kayaking skills, the most important success metrics are probably those things that Ahmed himself gained from the experience. I learned about technology. I learned about
1: myself. What
0: did you learn about yourself?
1: When I have a goal, a big goal, I work better. I I work hard. But if I just have some idea in my mind with no clear goals and objectives, then I go off track. I'm 38 years old. I had a lot of ideas, a lot of projects, but sometimes I didn't have enough motivation to start. But now I realize if I started them like 10, 15 years ago, most of them would be done by now. And I felt like, man, you know, I lost time, but it's not too late. I can still do stuff.
0: Yeah, man, you're young. I'm turning 50, so.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we have time, man. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. When you have something in your mind, you know, don't lose time. That's my new approach. Just, you know, start somewhere and it's gonna
0: happen. Your skill set from this has has probably greatly improved even just in terms of, of, of project management. You're leading teams. Do you see any relationship in terms of to your, your career? And then also, I have a feeling you're going to be a little rougher on your students. How's this going to impact you and your <laughs> students, man? <laughs> I always see myself as a team member.
1: You know, when I, whenever I you know, work on a project, I was a good team member, but I haven't seen myself usually as a leader in the team. But after this project, actually, I was coordinating a lot of stuff. I was... You know, managing a lot of stuff. And now I realize that actually I might have some leadership skills as well. That's a very important thing to know about yourself. I feel like I can take more responsibilities in the school district now or, you know, do some other projects with different organizations. In terms of career, I think, you know, I will be teaching for a long time. I like teaching. But in addition to teaching, you know, I might take some uh, different roles either in the district or in different organizations in the Bay Area. Maybe I might do some you know, recreational stuff with some blindness organizations. In terms of being rough on the students, I was, I was already rough on students. Expectations are high, so there's no slacking for students.
0: After managing all the moving parts of the project, the pressure and last-minute changes, I wondered if Ahmed had plans for more adventures.
1: It was a life-changing event for me this year. And, you know, I got, I got the bug now. I cannot stop now. I cannot stop. I have to think about
0: my next project. That bug apparently is contagious. Amit says Marty too was bit.
1: He was as excited as I was about everything. When we finished crossing, he was like, wait a minute. This is not the end. You know, we will start new projects. We will keep working on this. So right after actually he came back to U.S.,
0: he started working on A new device now. All right. In fact, when I reached out to Marty, he was working on hardware changes improving on the original design. In my first conversation with Ahmed, prior to him taking on this adventure, I asked him, why? Everything could
1: be adapted, everything could be more accessible. That's what I want to show. I don't want it to be a success story of one person. He's blind, but he did that, you know, he did this. It doesn't mean anything, you know, one person did this.
0: A network of people, all in different locations, exchanging information with a shared goal, like teammate Marty Stone. Complete strangers can get together,
2: and, and work together and do something amazing together. Just volunteers, nobody got paid for this. We put our heart and soul into this to help out another human being. Why is it that we still have people being separated at the border and we're not able to treat our neighbors with respect? From a species standpoint, we're capable of so much wonderful greatness, and yet we're, we're also just able to be just really horrible nasty creatures
0: how do you think the united states should handle this group of people attempting to cross the border louisville kentucky uh and where two african americans were gunned down by a white man in and around a kroger supermarket in jefferson town kentucky near louisville surveillance videos showed that 10 to 15 minutes before the grocery store shooting bush tried to enter the first baptist church in jefferson town it's the black church
1: Welcome back to AM Joy. We're learning more. This man accused of killing 11 people at a synagogue in Pittsburgh on Saturday. Witnesses say he yelled, "All Jews must die" as he opened fire.
0: I
2: still marvel in the fact that a whole group of people who didn't know each other pulled together and made something really beautiful happen for another person. And if we can do that, now well, we should be able to straighten out our problems on this planet. Oh,
0: baby, Amit's journey offers a chance to represent more than its face value for anyone interested enough to see it. It's more than personal kayaking. He created a proof of concept, providing the power for a self-navigating water vessel, expanding on methods for blind and low vision people to independently participate in activities like kayaking, rowing, and canoeing. Now, Amit wants to share all of his accumulated kayaking knowledge in the States and in Turkey. Just introduce kayaking to blind people, like independent
1: kayaking, using the devices we made. It's just empowering people.
0: Wow. That sounds awesome. Man, I salute you, the blind captain. (laughs) The blind captain, baby, yeah, all right. (laughs) How could you not be happy for someone who becomes empowered and wants to share that with others? I'm reminded of our first conversation in 2017, when Ahmed described his relationship with the water.
1: I always loved the water. It's my happy place. It's the place you know I feel good about myself. I feel free.
2: I had one beer. You know what I am? I'm a nationalist. Ooh. 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 I saw her husband on the ground. Said, "Please don't shoot." And I did see another lady on the ground. During the course of his deadly assault
0: on the people of the synagogue, free. Amit's planning to take a month to camp and kayak the coast of Turkey's Black Sea.
2: Somewhere beyond the sea Somewhere waiting for me My lover stands on golden sand the
0: ship that He's not sailing off into the sunset just yet. He and his journey are part of a documentary currently in production. And he knows he has to come back to the family. To read my Mind radio family. And let us know more about this project when the time is right. You know the time is always right to subscribe to this podcast. You can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, or your favorite podcast app. All you have to do is search for Read My Mind Radio. That's all to the E-I-D. Don't miss the next episode where we catch up with our favorite social entrepreneur, beekeeper and honey farmer, Mr. Ojak Simon. Until next time. When I once again strive to answer the question that started this podcast in 2014. Can you do it or not?
1: Peace.